Welcome to The Shiv Show, where we are all about people getting to know people. We are here to humanize the individual behind their brand and share their story with the world, with, of course, a few laughs in the mix. Now, it's time for your host, Australia's most Canadian podcaster, and just like the knife, Shiv Rat. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Shiv Show, where we're all about people getting to know people. We're back in action with an awesome interview with the beautiful Sally Kellett of Marisuna. And let me tell you guys this. Listen, I don't really meditate. I didn't really think it was for me. But I did a singing bowl session with Sally. And what I thought was three minutes ended up being 45 minutes. Listen, Sally is not only a boss lady, but she's someone that I've seen grow her business from just an idea to really selling out events now here in Sydney and Melbourne. Check out her websites for events around Australia at Mirasuna.com. Without further ado, here's how we create space for change with Sally Kellett of Mirasuna. All right, what's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Shiv Show. And today I have one of my good friends here on the show. And let me just say, I've really enjoyed watching her journey. Um, her and I talk a lot about, well, we talk a lot in general, <laughs> um, but we talk a lot about an idea of becoming a passion and then actually becoming a business that you love and you breathe. And Sally Kellett has been able to do that with Marisuna. So Sally, thank you so much for being on The Shiv Show and welcome. Thank you, Shiv. Um, Sally, listen, before we get started, I wanted to read a quote that I came across that I think kind of really pushed this podcast to happen. And it, it goes like this, uh, life is a dance and mindfulness is witnessing that dance. And I think that's the importance of being present. So uh, I'd love to know your definition of mindfulness. So I think mindfulness is about being aware of, you know, your body, your mind, your speech. But if you can actually be aware of all of those things, you can then start making some changes to those. And when I say changes, I mean positive changes. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, that leads to a happier life for you and other people. I like that. All right, Sally Kellett, who are you? Tell me a little <laughs> bit about yourself. And I know you've been dreading that question. <laughs> I hate this question. Uh, so, yeah, born and raised in Sydney, moved down to Melbourne, beautiful city, four years ago. I uh, have a really strong corporate background in sales, but um, always had a very strong spiritual practice ever since I was young. So, mm -hmm. probably started, I don't know, about 20 years ago. And, um, yeah, it's just becoming something bigger and bigger that I want to pursue and spread the word on. So, here mm -hmm. I am. There you are. There you are. And you and I spoke quickly about um, just being present last night. We spoke about the different, I guess, people thinking differently in terms of the way that we think. Hmm. Um, can you expand on that conversation? Yeah, I think, you know, there are a few types of people in this world, but people like us, we have always believed in something bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's quite hard for people to understand when I say it like that. They're like, what do you mean by that? But it's about wanting to do something for more than just yourself. Mm -hmm. So wanting to make the world a better place and really meaning that from the bottom of your heart. Yeah. And that then guides all of your actions, all of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And it does guide your actions and your thoughts for sure. And, and I think if you believe in something bigger than yourself, you can achieve so much more. And I, I love I love the way you think. And there's so much synergy um, in the way we, we both think. So Sally, listen, Mirasuna, I'd love to know what Mirasuna is and how you started that. Yeah. Your story. So Mira started out of my own experiences where I used to think practicing mindfulness was something completely separate to living your day-to-day -day life. And of course, what happens is you become so busy that you just don't leave any time to practice mindfulness. But over the years uh, and meeting so many different teachers along the way, I learned how you can actually incorporate mindfulness into your day-to-day -day life. 
And since I have been doing that, especially for the last five, six years, my life has completely changed. It's become richer. I love deeper. I love more. And everything has become more positive in my life, leading to more happiness. So Mirasuna really is a collection of all the lessons I've learned and the word or the message that I want to spread to help other people along with their journey. So what what actually pushed you to start this mindfulness company? I think it was when I realized that if if I work on myself, I will become happier. But mm-hmm. I realized that happiness is not just when you're happy. It's actually when the people around exactly. you are also happy. I love that. And mm-hmm. people need guidance. Like mindfulness is a very widely thrown around word, but it's actually really hard to practice. And it's a practice that requires guidance. Yep. So I hope Mirasuna can be that community for people where they can get these teachings and the tools for them to practice mindfulness in their own life. I love that. And and to be honest, I think a couple of years ago, I didn't I had no idea what mindfulness was, to be honest. Yeah. I, I just, it's a buzzword, right? And, yeah, and a lot of people 100%. think mindfulness, they think meditation. Yeah. So I'd love to know what you think the separation is between the both. Yeah, I, you know... I love the word mindfulness, but in some ways I don't really like where society has taken that word because Mm -hmm. you're right. People use those words interchangeably. They're completely different. Meditation is just simply a tool or a practice to help you gain mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So mindfulness, as I defined before, is being aware of your mind, body and speech and then being able to make positive changes. Ultimately, mindfulness is about cultivating that positive mind that you have things like love, compassion, generosity, patience, and starting to fade away the negative minds like anger, jealousy, impatience, which don't lead to happiness. Mm-hmm. Meditation is actually a means to help you analyze on the uh, analyze these teachings so that you can deeply explore them, deeply understand them, and deeply feel them during your meditation. So, for example, if you meditate on patience, You can truly feel patient in that moment Mm -hmm. that you're meditating. One day when someone really annoys you out on the street or at work, you can immediately bring your mind back to that feeling that you generated during your meditation. Mm -hmm. That's how meditation works. It helps you analyze and understand teachings. And the theory is always just the theory. Saying you understand what patience is, that's theory. When you practice it or when you meditate, you're actually trying to understand it, investigate it. And when you practice patience in real life, when you apply it, that is the true strength of your practice. I love that. And I think, you know, being calm is such an important piece of life. And, you know, you look at, you, you mentioned if someone annoys you at work or on the street, it's so powerful to be able to walk away from a situation yeah. like that instead of escalate it. Yeah. You know, angers and jealousy. And I think all of those things can be fixed through meditation. And I don't meditate much. Well, when I think meditation... Everyone kind of thinks, you know, Rafiki from Lion King, um, <laughs> just sitting in front of a tree meditating, yeah. or, you know, uh, legs crossed. But my sort of med- meditation is um, going for a walk in the morning yeah. or being by myself or reading a book or going to the gym. Um, how do you meditate? Yeah, like for me, it's very much the same. It's about being in the moment. So I mm-hmm. think a lot of people, you're right. People think to be a meditator, you got to be a yogi or dress in a certain way or be in a certain place. But it's none of that. Meditating is really thinking about a topic widely. So I think a lot of people think breathing is meditation. It mm-hmm. is, 
but there's also active meditation. Mm -hmm. And active meditation is when you go on a guided journey, is when you're actively thinking through things. And like you going on a walk, thinking about something, that is a meditation. But for me, I do find meditation hard. I do find laying down, thinking of nothing or something that can be hard. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll fall asleep. Very common. But then I discovered sound meditation a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And that is now my way to meditate. Awesome. Okay. I want to get into sound meditation soon, but... I'd love to know how you came up with the name Mirasuna. Where did that inspiration for the name come from? So I wanted a name that encapsulated my life's work and everything Mirasuna would be mm-hmm. for people. And uh, I must have spent two months looking for something online, like a word that could embody that. And I couldn't. So then I had to make a word up. Yep. I found a few words that that had the meanings of what I wanted. So if I break down Mirasuna, M-I-R-O-S-U-N-A, M-I is like my, so M-Y. Mm-hmm. Um, R-O-S comes from a Greek word, kairos. Kairos means the perfect moment for action. Mm-hmm. And then una, U-N-A, comes from lacuna, a blank space. Wow. So if you combine that, it's my perfect moment to create space for change. Wow. That puts my name to shame, the shit show. I'm like, well, what's the easiest thing for me to do? What rhymes with shit show? Um, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Sally, that, that's really cool. And um, so where, what, what are your plans for this company? Where do you want to take it? Yeah, so I think, you know, if you follow Mirasuna on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see that it's going to develop over the years. I do have an end goal, but ultimately I want to create this community, but also give the community all the tools to help people on this journey. So you'll see sound meditation being a big part of what Mirasuna does today. Mm -hmm. Um, Some exciting news will be around essential oils. But, you know, again, not giving it that weird grandma-like sort of vibe that it may have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really about creating oils that remind you of your daily practice. Mm -hmm. And then eventually we'll expand out. But it's definitely a watch this space. Good, good. I love that. Now, you and I chat a lot about hurdles um, when starting a business. What sort of challenges did you face when starting Mirasuna? Quite a bit. I think, um, you know, starting any business, you're going to have natural problems around finding good suppliers or good partnerships with people, which is very natural. But I think the challenges are more internal. Those are the hardest challenges that you go through. And we spoke about this a lot is that I guess your support network is not always there for you like you think Mm -hmm. it is. Um, And it can lead to you feeling a bit isolated But it's not that you don't have people in your life that love you or support you. Of course you do. But I think when you embark on a new journey, the skills that you need are different. So Mm -hmm. you're growing as a person. When you start a business or start a new venture, the support that you're going to need changes in your life. And not everyone in your life has, well, necessarily has those skills or experience to be able to support that. Mm -hmm. So then you find yourself having to expand your network to look for new people that can help you on this journey. And again, that's not to say you leave your old support network behind. No, it's about expanding your horizons and meeting new people. I love that. You know, I I was in Canada a couple of weeks ago and we chatted about, with a few friends actually, um, chatted about support because I mentioned to you, you know, well, you and I spoke about it. When it comes to support, you don't get support from the people that you think you will get support from right from the get-go. And, you know, I boiled it down to this, right? I think when we say comfort zone, we don't only just think about that individual. We need to think about their network as well. So, for example, 
you know, I'm writing a book, or I wrote the book, did the podcast, did a lot of different things that people weren't doing, I'm saying friends and family. And obviously, a lot of them weren't comfortable with it. So it boiled back down to their comfort zone and not just to the comfort level where they're at, but the comfort level where they want other people to be at. So at the end of the day, Sally, you and I started this journey not to get support, but to help others. And I, I choose to look at it that way. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I'm so glad to have you in my life Mm because for so long, you know, you don't really know who to talk to about this. You don't know who's going through a similar experience. You don't know whether it's just unique to yourself. And then, yeah, I think you go through a period where you start doubting, do these people actually care about me? Yeah. But what you realize is they do. They really do. But They they just don't want you to fail. They they don't want you to fail. That's that's it. They're so... Uh, what's that word I'm looking for? I guess cautious would be a word. Yeah. Um, they're so cautious uh, and, and they don't want you to fail. And some of it maybe they don't want you to succeed because they're not yeah. comfortable with you being at that level. And that's fine. Yeah. We just need to accept that. That's right. And I think a lot of people have their own inner challenges as well, you know, whether it's their own insecurities or, you know, maybe they can't see what you truly are trying to do or they don't realize how serious you are in what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But as you and I discussed over dinner recently, you know, that doesn't matter to people like you and I. Like, we still will continue to love our friends and family around us because this journey is unique to us and we don't expect other people to necessarily understand. So, yeah, it's beautiful if they can come along on the ride and understand day-to-day what we're doing. But if Mm -hmm. they can't, we still love them for who they are. Exactly, exactly. Um, Sally, what does success mean to Sally and what does success mean to Mirasuna? Being able to genuinely change people's lives. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I mean that genuinely because ever since I put myself out there on social media, people from all over the world have reached out to me and they have to you. And, you know, you're such an inspiration to me because, you know, (laughs) people want to marry you and they've never even met you. (laughs) Uh, It happened before the book too. So, Uh, so, you know, I think being able to make a tangible difference to someone's life, even if it's one person Mm -hmm. for a month or one person that you meet a year that you change, for me, that's really heartfelt and, um, yeah, I will continue to live for those moments. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, it makes it all worthwhile, everything worthwhile. The, the, the long nights, the long days, the, the copious amount of editing, everything that you do that's so tough just makes it worthwhile. And one email can come in, and, and you know, I think I gave you an example of a dinner of an, a guy in Egypt emailing me saying how much you know, chapter 14 of this book helped him. And to me, I was like, Wow, I, I didn't actually think that yeah. you know it was it was a big chapter or you know I didn't when I was writing it I didn't know if it's going to help someone and I always said if I can help one person this is a success yeah and after thousands of emails um, you know I'm really happy and and you know from what we spoke about you're getting you're getting a bunch of messages from people around the world as well mm. just saying hey they love what you're doing yeah a hundred percent it just means a lot it, yeah i mean you touch people in the most unexpected ways you mm. know like the story with your teacher like yeah. it's just incredible and you know at the end of the day yes we all need to pay our bills and so forth but none of that making money none of that really has any meaning to it unless if you're really making a tangible difference agreed agreed sally so what would you say you're most proud of so far I think just being able to put myself out there, to be honest. I'm naturally quite social and extroverted, but it's quite hard putting your face and your name out there. There's, you know, 
a lot of self-doubt that comes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, even my first few posts when I wrote Sally Kellett in my post, I was like, oh, my gosh, people are going to know who I am. Know who I am, know? yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm proud that I was able to do that and now just start to embrace that. Yeah. And you should be proud. I think putting yourself out there is one of the toughest things to do. <laughs> um, but once you do it, it's easy. <laughs> and it just becomes easier and easier and easier and people want to hear from you. So you're almost obligated to show them something and put some put some credit out there, right? So I yeah. think um, once you get over that first hurdle, it just becomes easier and easier. Yeah, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sally, obviously there's, um, you know, there's a younger generation and, and everyone's so social and there's so many things going on, people starting yeah. businesses. And obviously mindfulness is, is an important thing that we want to teach the younger generation. What advice do you have for the younger generation that's looking to start a business or looking to get into the, I guess, the mindfulness? I would say, you know, find your unique calling. So mindfulness is a very big topic and you probably couldn't cover the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But find something that has truly transformed you. You know, speak about your journey and teach people about your journey because my journey is my journey and that's just one journey, you know. Um, The teachings that I will give through Mirasuna are based on my experiences, but everyone's had a million experiences. So the more we can all share, the better we all become. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say start as soon as you can. You know, like, why did I put this off for so long? I don't even know. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, if you can share something, start making a difference today. And it can be very small. Just start small. And one day it might grow into something a lot bigger, something beyond your imagination. I love that. I love that. And and you're right. You know, I think if I had my choice, I would have started this six years ago, but something (laughs) was holding me back. And when I realized it was me that was holding me back, I kind of had to break that down. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, once you start, it just becomes easier and easier and you realize how much credit you're actually putting out to the world. Yeah. Um, Sally, quick one for you. And I'd love to know the biggest risk you've ever taken. The biggest risk I've ever taken probably hasn't happened just yet, yep. but will happen. It's probably setting up a space for Mirasuna. Yep. That is my end goal with this. Mm-hmm. So that I can actually have a physical space for people to truly indulge in the moment of mindfulness. I love that. In a non-weed way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I guess, like, that requires a lot of financial input. It's yep. going to require a lot of my time and mm-hmm. so forth. And, you know, I always think to myself, what if people don't like it? What if it doesn't resonate with people? What if I spend all of this money and time and nothing comes back from it? That will be my greatest risk, but it's also going to be my greatest reward. But what if people do like it? And what if people do, you know, I mean, that's the thing. We're always asking ourselves, you know, what if someone doesn't like this? Or what if someone someone doesn't appreciate that? But what if someone actually does? I don't think we ask ourselves that much, uh, that enough. And, you know, I'm a perfect example of that a couple of years ago. Me not asking myself if people are going to like what I'm pushing out. Um, But again, limiting beliefs, right? We just have kind of have to break through it. Yeah, that's right. And we all have them. Yep. All of us. Um, Sally, I'd love to know your favorite book and some of your mentors and, and, and I'd love to know if you're mentee. Yeah, so my favorite book is um, The Five Languages of Love and also The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. So they're probably the two books that have changed my life the most mm-hmm. to date. I love The Five Languages of Love because it really talks about how we can learn to communicate with other people who have different communication styles to us. And ultimately, everything we do is born out of love. And if you can't communicate that, then you're not 
really communicating mm-hmm. anything. That's very true. Uh, and then again, the power of now, because it really teaches you on how to be present in the moment and mm-hmm. nothing else really matters, but this moment. So yeah, they're my favorite. I love it. And uh, in terms of mentors, I love the Dalai Lama. If oh, I yeah. could have dinner with someone, it would be the Dalai Lama. <laughs> Absolutely inspired by what he does. Yep. And uh, also my Buddhist teacher, Jean, who's a meditation teacher in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. She's the one who taught me a lot of these mindfulness lessons okay. in life that have changed my life. Love that. Yeah. Um, sound meditation, because I want to I touch on that before we're, uh, we're finished. So give me a bit of a uh, background of what that is. Yeah, so sound meditation is a non-religious thing. It's really just like having um, singing bowls, which there's a few different styles of singing bowls, but they're made of different things. And you grab a mallet or a stick in common language, I guess, and you start to circle the bowl or rim the bowl, or you can tap it. And it creates a beautiful humming sound, and every bowl creates a different sound. And ultimately what happens is you lay down and you listen or you bathe in these sounds. And they take your mind on a journey. It alters your brainwaves from beta, alpha, theta, down to delta. So you can actually slip into this deep relaxation state, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people claim that they can't get into. You know, some people can't sleep. They've got insomnia. Some people can't meditate because they can't tune out the noise. This just is like an amazing way to help you be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And I always have people who hate meditating come to my classes. And the first thing they say when they wake up is, wow, that felt like 10 minutes when really it was like 30 or 40 minutes. And they're like, I think I can do this. I think I can meditate. So I'm a perfect example of that. Um, <laughs> just FYI, everyone, Sally and her husband did the singing bowls um, on me. And I think I was, I passed out on your couch <laughs> and I thought it was about five minutes and I think it was 45 minutes. Um, you know, woke up completely relaxed and I want to keep doing this. So Sally, I'm going to keep bothering you to <laughs> to keep doing these singing bowls for me. But um, no, I definitely see a benefit, right? And I think... Um, you know, for, for me, someone who doesn't really like meditating or when I'm, you know, because I, I still am confused on what meditation is. And I think it's different for everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the singing bowls is something that I can probably step into and comfortable stepping into. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, Sally, we talked about your favorite book. Um, what I'd love to know is some of the goals that you set out for the next year, mm. not just for Marisuna, but for yourself personally. Yeah, I think, well, I need to move into a bigger space. That's really important for my sanity because Mm -hmm. right now Mirasuna stuff is just taking over my apartment. Yes, yes. So (laughs) I think, yeah, to feel calm in life, you also need a calm environment that you live in. So that's Mm -hmm. definitely one of my goals is to move somewhere bigger, have a study. I think health is becoming a greater priority for me. Being in corporate for the last, you know, decade of my life has really affected my neck and my shoulder and now I've got, you know, daily pain going through that. So, you know, I think it's really important to take care of yourself Mm because unless if you take care of your physical health and your body, there is no, there is no practicing mindfulness. There is no doing things that you love. There is no playing squash together on Wednesday like we do. So that's really important. But yeah, most importantly, Mirasuna is a really big focus of mine, you know, just continuously getting my name out there, touching as many people as I can. And, um, yeah, I'd love to be able to have more and more stories from my listeners or my community tell yeah. me how their lives have become better. Love that. Love that. All right, Sally, listen, I want to thank you so much. Um, but before we finish, what is the, if you can leave everybody with one sort of lesson, what would that be? Or one word of advice? Is that mindfulness is not something you do and separate time for. Mm-hmm. That's outside of your day to day. 
you can do that now. You can do this in this moment. You can do it every single minute that you're awake. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage people to start looking into ways on how they could incorporate mindfulness in their day-to-day life. Being present. Being present. I love that. So listen, thank you so much. You're an awesome friend and I'm so happy to have met you. And um, listen, I wish you the best of luck and uh, I'm always going to be there to support you. Um, How can people get in contact with you? Oh, they can just reach out to me on Instagram. So I manage my own account there and um, Facebook as well. It's at Mirasuna Bar. And uh, yeah, I'll check my inbox there all the time. Done. Thank you so much, Sally. That's Sally Kellett, everybody, from Mirasuna. Cheers. Cheers. See you, everyone.